love the idea of telling yourself like, I'm always able to learn. Like every day I want to learn something new and I want to be growing and expanding and becoming more, you know, like learning more, like enriching yourself with like all this incredible knowledge. And so to me, like being in a beginner's mind is also this idea of like being the eternal learner. Welcome to A Way of Thinking. I'm your host, Jessica Huang. This podcast is a place of exploration to learn and grow from each other on the journey to becoming our best selves. My own journey has taken me from a decade-long corporate finance career to living in my dharma as a self-love coach. I help people move from an unfulfilled career to following their dharma into a meaningful and aligned career and life. Now let's dive into today's show. Hello, and welcome to this episode of A Way of Thinking. I'm your host, Jessica Huang. And in today's episode, we are talking all about beginner's mind. So what is beginner's mind? Beginner's mind refers to having an attitude of openness and creativity and curiosity and releasing yourself of the idea of what you already know and allowing yourself the openness of exploring what could be. And this is different from where we often tend to be, right? So over time, we have a tendency to kind of want to become the expert. And in becoming the expert, we assume that we know everything in a certain way, and that way is the right way, right? And so we can get into a place where our mindset becomes more fixed and more in this realm of believing that things have to be a certain way and go a certain way and that we already know the best way of doing things. And so on the flip side of that is cultivating this idea of beginner's mind and the ability to really think of yourself almost as a beginner in whatever it is that you may be doing. And so that way that you're able to cultivate the feeling of being a beginner, and maybe you are a beginner at something, but cultivating that idea of what it feels like to be a beginner, to have openness, to have that ability to explore and be curious and not assume that that the way that things have been done is the way to continue going. And beginner's mind is this, uh, it's actually a Zen Buddhism concept. It goes under the term of Shoshin, And something that a quote that I came across while I was researching this that really struck with me was um, this writing from, I'm going to mispronounce this, but it's Shunryu Suzuki from Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. And he says, if your mind is empty, it is open to everything. In the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities, but in the expert's mind, there are few. And so why is it important that we look into this idea of beginner's mind? The idea is that when we are in a beginner's mind instead of an expert's mind, we are able to look outside of the box, right? We're not assuming that the way things are done is the right way to do things. We are coming in with fresh eyes, with fresh perspective, and the ability to say, 
maybe we can try something new. Maybe we can be more open-minded. And so this is really important. And I think that this is important no matter where you are in your life. You know, oftentimes, as I said, we have a tendency to kind of get stuck in the way that we have been doing things over time and and assuming that the way that things are is the way that it will always be and and that it's it is the right way to be. And so the beauty of beginner's mind is that you can apply it to literally anything. So I like the idea of applying it to the things you're doing, but I like it to be kind of a a mindset that we can take on with our general life, right? With the idea that we can release ourselves of the assumptions that we have around where we are right now. And so beginner's mind allows us to apply fresh perspective to our entire life. And I think that's really, really powerful because something that I want to encourage for everyone is this idea of saying like, is the direction that you're going in the direction that you want to be in? Or is there the possibility of wanting to pivot or make adjustments or changes to your life? And and adopting a beginner's mind opens you up to the realm of possibility and the ability to say like, Maybe there could be something different or better for me. Maybe I don't need to uh, be going down the the route that I'm going right now. Maybe there are other lanes of possibility. And instead of looking at it as like, this is the one road that I have to be on, it allows you to say like, oh, there's all these different options in front of me. And and I, I can maybe explore some of them, maybe try on some a different path and and allow yourself not also get stuck in any of those paths, right? To be willing to say like, I can try something on and and reroute myself as time goes on. And that is why beginner's mind can be so powerful is this ability to to be willing to learn, grow, and expand ourselves from what we know right now. And one more thing I want to say along those lines is, especially if you are someone right now that is feeling stuck where you are, then beginner's mind is all the more powerful if that is the case for you. Because oftentimes when we feel stuck, that is a feeling, right? It is not a reality. It's not like you're literally stuck and you can't move forward in the grand scheme of things, right? Feeling stuck is this feeling that like you you don't feel like there's options in front of you. So when you're feeling stuck, it might be that you're feeling like you're afraid to close the door on what you have right now, right? Because you're stuck there, you don't really want to be there, but you're not sure what else there is. And so when you go into a beginner's mind, you're able to kind of look for other doors, other windows, and and see the realm of possibility. And I, that's something that's super powerful. So that's what I would say around why beginner's mind is an incredible skill to have. Okay, so let, let's talk a little bit now about how do you actually cultivate beginner's mind. So I'm going to talk through a few different concepts that are part of this beginner's mind. And so the first one I want to talk about is openness. 
And so imagining like when you're a beginner of something, like like imagine like when a new person comes to your office and um, everyone's been kind of doing something in one way, but they come in and they like have fresh perspective, right? Like that's the beauty of of trying to imagine yourself as a beginner, right? It says, if you're that person, you're that person that is coming in without the preconceived notions of what has occurred before and and releasing yourself of, of all of the like stickiness, right? So the stickiness, it's that stuck feeling, right? So like we often have this, it's literally as though things are sticky, right? Like we're stuck on to like how things have been, what has occurred. And so when we're cultivating this openness, we are releasing ourselves from that kind of glue that's kind of attached to us. And so letting that go, saying like, I'm assuming that I know nothing, you know, that I'm allowing myself to completely freshen your perspective. So, so taking on that ability to be open to say the past is, is like, we're just going to set it aside for now. Not that it doesn't matter, not that it doesn't exist, but for the sake of the exercise to release yourself a little bit of the stickiness of the past. Right. And so instead, what we're looking at is how can we bring in more openness to the situation that we might be in and, and think about how we could look for more options, how we can look for new experiences that we can take on. Is there something that you can try that you haven't done before? Is there something that you can learn that you maybe before were like, well, I do it this way and that's worked. And so I'm just going to stick with it. But instead, it's, it's looking for places in which you can learn something new and break yourself out of the kind of pattern that you've been stuck in. Um, in the ways that you've been doing things before. And so it is allowing yourself that fresh perspective and that openness, right, of, of breaking out of your comfort zone and saying, what else is there that I could try, that I could learn, that I could give a shot at, and, and not being as concerned around like whatever you had done in the past. And, and one other thing that I want to mention around openness is the idea of like releasing yourself of this idea of like being bad at something, right? Because I think oftentimes we get very nervous about being bad at something, right? So like, as we get older, we want to just like stick with what we're good at because it feels comfortable, right? That is that comfort zone feeling of saying, I'm really good at this way of doing things. And so that's just the way I want to do it. And instead, it's challenging yourself and saying, it's okay if I am not as good at something at the beginning, but instead seeing it as a learning experience and and kind of honing in to the feeling and the excitement of doing something new. And so, yeah, letting go of that, that quote unquote feeling of being bad is really powerful, right? And instead being open and saying like, I don't care if I'm bad at it, if I'm quote unquote bad at it, I'm just taking on a new thing and trying something new. And yeah, and just allowing yourself the excitement of the newness, right? So, so replacing bad with new, I think is really powerful. Because otherwise we, we become too af- fearful of trying something. 
And, and I feel like that is such a disservice to ourselves because we are so capable of so much more than what we're doing right now. And so allowing yourself to say, what can I try and do and not be overly concerned of, of being bad or good at it, but instead just enjoying the process of, of trying something new. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is curiosity. Curiosity is one of my favorite things. Uh, and I think it's kind of like a, like, it's one of my threads, right? So it's something that is why I love coaching and interviewing and all these things. I could talk all day about curiosity. But I love curiosity, right? Because it is, curiosity opens you up to the ability of kind of, of assuming that you don't know everything, right? Of assuming that uh, there's more to explore, there's more to uncover, and and I I love that that kind of feeling of of saying like, well, what am I curious about? Like, what is kind of piquing my curiosity and my wanting to explore and and understand more than what I know right now. And, and that, that is such a key aspect of being in the beginner's mind because being a beginner is all about having curiosity, right? Like imagine that you're new and to something or new to a job. And, and the idea is that it serves you best to be curious, right? Because then you can kind of soak up like a sponge understanding like what's going on? How are things being done right now? Like, like why do we do it this way? And, and so curiosity is something that is so powerful because it is like poking around, right? And understanding kind of the, the inner workings of what's going on, of, of why things are being done a certain way. And, and so, and curiosity is, is incredible for in just in life, right? Because it, it, it allows you to learn so much and, and be able to, to explore. And be willing to, to learn more about something. And it, again, it kind of builds off of that openness that I was t- just talking about. And I love curiosity because I, I like to think of it almost like acting like a child, right? Children are always like asking like why, like that. And granted, like as adults, we often get kind of tired of being asked why, but I think that there's something so powerful in the way that children ask why, right? Because it actually makes you think about it. Like, why do I do this thing, you know? And, you know, as much as we we might get uh, fed up with, with all the whys, I think that there's something really powerful to that in that it allows you to actually explore, like, why am I doing things this way? Why Why are things going in the direction that they are? And so... I think it's really powerful to ask yourself that question. Like, why am I doing the type of work I'm doing? Why am I acting a certain way, like, in this type of relationship? Like, why am I around this type, these type of people or this type of people? It's, it's looking at your life and, and asking yourself why, because by asking yourself why, it starts to to put the lens back on you. Like, why do I have this type of person in my life? 
what does that say about you? You know, like, why are you drawing in that type of, um, that type of person, that type of experience? And, and really cultivating that, that kind of, um, deeper understanding of why your life is kind of the way that it is right now. Because looking at it from that perspective allows you to kind of open yourself up to like, well, is that what you want? Right. And, and so I, I think that that's one thing that, um, I would say in terms of like applying beginner's mind to your life, it, it is a lot of like asking yourself why, why, why do you do things a certain way? Why do you have certain things in your life? And, and as you ask yourself that question, it's like, is that serving you? Is it not? And, and getting really curious about, what it is that that you want to cultivate? What is it that you want to be adding into your life? And and getting curious to to what that could be, right? Because we often don't ask ourselves what it is that we really want. And and this is something I, I've been reflecting on a lot recently, is the idea of sometimes in life, or um, maybe your whole life, I don't know. But sometimes there's times where it feels like you're just going about life in the way that it is kind of just being presented to you. I, I feel like that is something that uh, I certainly felt for much of my life, where it was like, well, a job got presented to me and therefore I will decide, do I want that job or do I not want that job? And then I will go usually just take that job because it is the one that got presented to me and it seemed fine. And I'll just go with it. And the idea of applying more curiosity into our lives allows us the idea of like, well, what is it that I do really want? Like, did that really get me closer to it or farther away from it? Instead of just like taking it just because it has presented itself to you. So food for thought. But, um, but yeah, this was something that I really, I went through a really deep exercise on that, especially through, um, the life book, uh, course that is run through Mind Valley. Um, that was all about this idea of like having the curiosity of like, what do I want in my life? And what would that picture look like if I were to craft it for myself? Because prior to doing that, I had never really asked myself that question. And, and I think that there's, there's something to be said of being able to kind of, you know, the idea of like grabbing the, the reins of the horse and, and steering it in the direction of what you really want, instead of just going about life, kind of taking it as it comes at you, which is how I think it's, it is kind of easy to do, to fall into that trap of just saying like, well, I'm just on this path and I'll just like take whatever kind of presents itself and kind of live my life that way. So um, curiosity, really powerful, really, really strong to to really give yourself that question of like, why have I crafted what I have so far? And what do I really want to have uh, in the future? And, and one other thing I, I want to bring up is this idea of like, I love, um, alongside curiosity is, is just a lot of deep learning, right? One of the things that I've really cultivated into my life, which I think is really, has been really powerful me, for me, is this idea of 
just like wanting to learn something. Like I think that every day is a learning experience and that there is more and more that I am able to learn. And it's funny because I think I mentioned this somewhere else, but I had this like, I don't know, like preconceived notion. Talk about the opposite of beginner's mind. I had this preconceived notion growing up that like after a certain point in life, like I would be incapable of learning. And I I always find that really funny. I, you know, it's that kind of idea. It's kind of like how, like, I think in singing, like they say that you can only like stretch your range up until a certain age or something like that. But similar to that, I had this idea that like, once I got to like, I don't know, like 25 or something ridiculous that I would be like incapable of learning anything after that, you know, like, like kind of how like schooling is when you're younger and, and I, I had this idea in my mind where I was like, well, once I pass like 25 or 30 or something, I will no longer be capable of learning anything. And yeah, and I don't even remember like how this became an idea in my mind. But when I was like a teenager, that's what I believed. So I was like, I have to study really hard right now. Otherwise, as I get older, I will no longer be capable of learning anything. And I find this hilarious to me now because the amount that I have learned, especially in like the last few years, um, has completely blown that out of the water. And, and I, you know, I, I like to challenge the idea that like we can continue learning for the rest of our lives if we want to. Like I intend to be 80 years old and still capable of learning something new. Like that is my intention for my life because I, I firmly believe that like the whole point of life is that it's this like incredible learning experience, right? It's like we're given so much, like all of our experiences, like everything that we are challenged with, all of our obstacles, like they're all things for us to learn and grow from and become a better version of ourselves. Like that in essence is the point of this entire podcast. So I love the idea of telling yourself like, I'm always able to learn. Like every day I want to learn something new and I want to be growing and expanding and becoming more, you know, like learning more, like enriching yourself with like all this incredible knowledge. And and so to me, like being in a beginner's mind is also this idea of like being the eternal learner because that's that's definitely a mindset that I have taken on. So I've I've definitely left behind this old notion that I had where I couldn't learn anything anymore after 25 or 30 or whatever it was that I thought at the time. And and really embracing the idea that like you can always learn more. And you know, obviously we're we're different sorts of people and we will naturally have like skills in certain areas and and be better at certain things than others. But I think that there's still the ability to learn something, at least have like a base knowledge of literally anything. And especially in this day and age, it's like with YouTube and Google, it's like you can literally learn anything these days. So so I love the idea of kind of like following your curiosity and allowing yourself to explore different ideas and and different activities and be able to try on different things because it's so powerful and it's it's just fun right like it's it's releasing yourself 
of being in this kind of like, I must stay in my own lane type of mentality. And, and it's just like, what would you like to just like explore just for the fun of it? Right. Like, how can you just bring some more, you know, like exploration and, and just like, and just fun into your life and just like go on YouTube and, and start like Googling, like, how do I learn this thing and, and just try it and see what happens. So that's me getting off that that's my little soapbox keep learning keep growing um big proponent of that okay so the next thing that i want to talk about is non-judgment and this one is super important because i think that it's really hard to be in a beginner's mind without releasing your judgment right because when you're in a beginner's mind, it is the idea of like exploring newness, right? And and having this openness and being able to say like, I might not be the best at something, like I'm just trying it on. And so we want to release our judgment of ourselves, right? We want to not be afraid of quote unquote failure. And I, I love to reframe like the idea of failure and because we have, there's so much fear caught up in, in the word failure, right? Like, and, and we're all so afraid of failing and it holds us back a lot because it's saying like, well, I can't try this new thing because what if I fail? And so it's almost like putting that aside a little bit. What if failure, what if something is not a failure as long as you have learned something? This is something that I I think about a lot where like I don't things may not go your way but if I manage to learn something from the experience and gain something that I can then take on into the next iteration or the next version of what I'm creating then that is not a failure that is a learning experience. And so it it allows you to to kind of like put new meaning behind things that you may have otherwise called a failure. And so I think it's really important to release ourselves of that fear of failure, of the word failure, honestly, and allow everything to just be a learning experience and something that you are going to learn and grow from instead. And so along those same lines, it's also a willingness of making mistakes, right? That that mistakes are not you know, that that's another word where it's like, well, what if it's not a mistake? What if it is just a version, right? Like, what if we're, we are just in um, a version, version 1.0, and now we got to move on to version 2.0. And, and I love that idea, because it's, you know, it's like, version 1.0 is important, like, it is a part of the process. And, and we, we respect that part. And it's important. It's, you know, it's like a prototype to where we want to go. But we want to be able to say, like, it's releasing ourselves from it being a mistake, right? And and if you think about this from this perspective of, like, kind of like your life, right? You know, like, right now, I I could look at my life and I could say, oh, going into finance and doing that for 10 years was a mistake. Or I can say... It was not a mistake. It was just a version of me that I 
learned a lot from that I gained a lot of knowledge and experience and and became a different, you know, like an expanded version of myself through that whole journey. And now I get to upgrade to the next version of myself, right? And and so, you know, I, I think that this that's something that when we get tied up in the word mistake, it is it is such a harsh judgment on that version of ourselves, right? It is judgment saying like that version of me did something wrong and therefore like that is bad. And, and it was a failure, like all those words, mistake, bad, failure, like we, we're, we're releasing ourselves of all of these words and, and giving respect to the version of ourselves that lived through the things that we did. And so instead we're saying like, those were important learning experiences. Those were important things that we needed to go through. And, and we need, we get to take what we can from those experiences and apply them into the newness of where we're going next. And, and allowing that to, to cultivate like excitement, right? Of saying like, oh, that, that was an important part of my journey. And it's not putting that, that negativity and judgment against ourselves. Cause ultimately the non-judgment that we're trying to cultivate here is is again for other people but when we're talking about beginner's mind i want to focus on the judgment that you are placing on yourself because we're often judging ourselves and we're judging that past version of ourselves and saying that version of me made a mistake they did the wrong thing and instead it is it is releasing ourselves of that judgment and saying like that version of me made the choices that they made with the information that they had at the time, and I can learn and grow from that. And the other thing I want to say around non-judgment is that we are, and, and in terms of the past, is that we are releasing ourselves from the shoulds, right? Of saying like, I should be doing this. I should be on this path. I should stay here. I should be doing all these different things. And, you know, the shoulds are often someone else's voice, right? Like the shoulds are our parents, our, the society that we live in, the culture that we are part of, the, um, you know, whatever kind of community that we are part of, that's where those shoulds lie. And, and when we let ourselves kind of look at those shoulds and let them go, we, that's how we open up ourselves to this, this realm of openness and being able to say like, but what is it that I want? Right. And, and I think that there's something so powerful to the ability to to let go of some of those shoulds and be in that beginner's mind and cultivating newness and cultivating openness and and allowing ourselves to try different things than what we've done before. And and another point of non-judgment is as we try on those new things, we want to make sure that we're not judging ourselves as I said around around feeling like we're bad because we're trying something new. And so again, Focusing on it being a learning experience of growing from these things, learning and growing, like that's that's kind of the core of beginner's mind. Okay, and then the last point I want to make is around flexibility. And, and I think flexibility is really important as you go into beginner's mind, because again, like as a beginner, like you're thinking of what you have in front of you, which could be a project or your job or, or just your life in general. 
and and opening yourself to the flexibility of not having to say, if I pick this one option, like that is the only option, right? Like when you're a beginner, you're you're often like, you're just trying on different things and you're allowing yourself to like, well, let me open up this window, see what's on what's on the other side. And and if that's not working, then you allow yourself to pivot and go to a door and open up that door and see what's on the other side. And just have the flexibility of allowing yourself to not get get in a rut again, right? Of not saying like, well, once I pick one, like that's the only one and I have to stick to that. We want to be able to say like, let me let me just dabble over here, see see if that is starting to work. And if we like it, then we can continue. And if we don't, we can easily choose another option. Super powerful, right? Because otherwise, I I feel like that this is where the fear comes in again, right? Is that fear of if I try something new, then I have to stick with it for the rest of eternity. And that's a lot of pressure. And and a lot of this feeling of like, I can't. I can't try that new thing because what if it doesn't work? Then like all hell will break loose and I'm a failure again, right? And so instead we're in the beginner's mind, we're cultivating the ability to say like, well, as I try on different things, if they don't work out, I can release myself from that and try something else. And and the other thing around having flexibility is, is releasing ourselves of kind of these expectations that we have, right? Because we're, that's also some, some of that stickiness that I was talking about, right? Our expectations are, are telling us like, well, this has to work. I have to be able to like make this amazing. I have to be like the best, like tomorrow. And, and having flexibility allows us to, to say like, well, let me just try it on and, and be flexible about it, but allow myself to, to not get too fixated in one lane and one direction and, and be open to, to kind of, and giving yourself that wiggle room. So I hope this was helpful. Um, you know, I think that it's really important to, to kind of cultivate some of these, these ideas, especially if you are feeling like, you're in a rut if you feel like you're kind of like stuck in in like a career or in a job or a relationship that might not be serving you and and it it is allowing yourself the freshness of new perspective of of allowing yourself to look at it with new eyes and saying like is this what i want or do i want to try on some new things and and explore Right. So, so that, that's what we want to be really uh, cultivating in the beginner's mind. So remember the, the idea is these pillars that I talked about today are openness, curiosity, non-judgment and flexibility. And so I hope that you can bring a little bit more of beginner's mind into your life. And allow yourself to, to explore, to be open, to be curious, and, and look at things with fresh perspective and release yourself of some of that judgment that you might be placing on yourself and, and be flexible with trying on new things and, and exploring new possibility. So I hope that this was helpful and I hope you can bring in a little bit of these ideas into your life. 
Take care of yourselves, my friends, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of A Way of Thinking. If you love this episode, please hit the follow button and share this episode with a friend. I hope some of the beautiful wisdom shared today resonates with you and perhaps creates some change in your way of thinking. If you are looking for support in your journey, book a free dream job discovery session with me. Take the first step into following your dharma by clicking the link in the show notes. Remember that I believe in you and I am so excited for the day that you believe in you too. Let's continue learning and growing together.